There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to the Star Power Podcast on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss Stargirl on the DC Universe streaming service and CW channel. I'm Dave. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode 13 of season one of Stargirl. And we have a returning guest with us this week, as Kim from the Nerd Element is back to discuss the finale with us. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. That's a great opening, by the way. I like. <laughs> oh, I mean, we give you more fanfare, except I still haven't figured out how to do that. So, <laughs> no sound effects. Sorry. Right. Yeah, we I thought there was plenty of fanfare in my voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had so much happening. I'm just excited that we actually have season two, and they've officially announced it because they gave us a graphic. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. You don't understand. Steve and I have been through so many seasons of, of shows that just go away. Yeah. So this makes me happy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we do have a little bit of rating news as DC Stargirl's season one finale on the CW hit a five-week audience high with 0.861 million viewers while posting an 11th straight 0.2 demo rating. Nice. Very nice. Good. It's always good to get a high. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, episode 13, Stars and Strike Part 2, as the Injustice Society of America comes one step closer to accomplishing their mission, Courtney and the JSA face off with Icicle and the villains of the ISA. It was directed by Greg Beeman, and the episode was written by Jeff Johns and his team. I looked up Greg Beeman quickly. Cause that he, sounds really familiar. Oh, yeah. Yes. He, he's, done <laughs> he's done executive producing on Stargirl, The Rookie, Timeless, American Gothic, Minority Report, Falling Skies. Nice. Yes. Ah. We should, you should remember that. <laughs> huh? Uh, Sean should remember that. Yeah. We're time on Falling Skies <laughs> together. <laughs> I probably know there's a good reason that I know that name, but yeah. Well, now I do. Yay. He's done a lot of direction for lucifer star girl he did one for batwoman and nancy drew a swamp team charm the rookie timeless Gosh. he's got his hand a couple of american gothic heroes reborn falling skies of course 13 of those yeah i don't know how he did he, even as far back as smallville he was he was directing episodes so that's a busy guy he had his fingers in a lot of pies yeah <laughs> i feel like i probably met him then at some point yeah he, he was probably like walking through like a panel, you know, like nobody acknowledged him. He was like there, but nobody knew who he was. Well, you probably met him and said, hey, I'm Greg B-Man. And you go, B-Man? What kind of superhero name is that? Get lost. <laughs> I know. Come on. Anyway, or Sportsman. B-Man. Where's your stinger? <laughs> it sounds like it should be a tick villain. I'm just, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> tick villain. Okay, sorry, sorry. Back to Stargirl. Got it. <laughs> Hey, Dave. Yes. Three minutes ago. Like, minutes did ago? anybody else 
expect like a really cheesy voiceover there or just yeah. me. <laughs> well, they kind of do that all the time. Get a, a title card to put us in place or what's going on. Good thing sometimes because there's a lot of TV to watch out there. And there's a little catch up. Not every show does a recap at the beginning. Right. Which is pretty helpful. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it is. Who died? Oh, yeah, that guy died? Oh, right. So no one died to start with, but Isaac Bowen hits a bully, and that everyone's come running across the football field. And Mr. Levine, the teacher, goes, what'd you do? Look at him. He goes, he called me tuba dirt. <laughs> I'm sorry, that poor, okay, first of all, the poor kid. Like, he just looks like. He called me a tube turd. I'm like, okay, no. he's gonna flip out like yes. for real and start like whacking everybody within reach of that tuba, so everyone should take a step back. <laughs> but I mean, when he's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, when the teacher is just all of a sudden like, what would your mother say? She told me to do it. I'm yeah. like, all right, look at his face. He gritted Kid his is teeth. Cuckoo for cocoa puffs right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Seriously, everyone should have taken a giant step backwards. Well, they couldn't move after a short while. Well, that's <laughs> naturally, <laughs> giant antenna dish, the satellite dishes come out of the middle, which is pure. X-Men. I don't know, Batman, X Men. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That is. It was so crazy. Of course, that's where it is underneath <laughs> the football field. Everyone gets a little sparkle in their eyes. What should we call it? A blue twinkle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And they all freeze and everything, and as we look, where no one's taking a step back in in downtown Blue Valley, there the little girl's like tugging at her father's sleeve, like "Come back!" And Jordan comes up and gives her his vision of America, and everything's going to be all right, and he's going to be a good person. And she had a great comeback. Yeah, he's a good person. <laughs> and I am double checking this information, but isn't that little girl? Iron Man's daughter. She looked really familiar. That's what I thought for a second, and I wasn't sure. I was like, I have seen yes, this little girl. Yes, it before. is. That's yeah. Lexi Rab. Right. So right. I wasn't a hundred percent. I had to like actually triple check it because I yeah. was told twice. But and it, yeah, it took me a second looking at her, going, "Wait a second, is that? Hold on." So <laughs> hey, now she has Marvel and DC under her belt. Oh, now she's typecast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like her. six. <laughs> oh, back to the tunnels. The, the ISA tunnels. In case you're wondering where we were. As we left in the previous episode, Stripe was about to take a big punch at Courtney. And we all winced as they faded to black. We're like, oh, no. I thought he was actually going to connect or or they'd come back and she's going to have to block him with a cosmic staff. But she just did a uh, roll, tumbles out of the way, starts pleading to him. Yeah, all that gymnastics has come in handy lately, especially this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Later on in the fight, just jumping ahead, she did this twirling thing that turned into a sidekick while she was in the air. I'm like, huh, wonder how, they, how the heck did they do that? Yeah, I was like, how? okay, I can get the flip, I can get maybe the jumping kick, but I'm like, how did they that was do that? without the staff Yeah. I was like, that's pretty impressive, whoever her stunt person is, that they just can do that, because I know. I know. Wow. I'd have fallen on my head even trying. <laughs> <laughs> even so when I was her age. We're gonna, we need you to get a cosmic staff. I missed I miss <laughs> the last podcast, as you know. <laughs> and my, my closing line was going to be, in the final episode, we're going to have our first cosmic staff meeting. Oh, oh. <laughs> I still had to throw it in there. Not as funny anymore, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Mr. Levine drops dead because he's fighting the blue twinkle. It turns out 25% 
of the people their brainwave are trying to take over will end up fighting it. It affects their nervous system, and you drop dead. So not too much of a perfect America there. Twenty five percent gets wiped out. Right. Yeah. Right. And and the gambler. Oh my gosh, could he've been any more obnoxious with it? Oh, maybe if she keeps fighting it, she might not make it. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Get your little box of snuff and yeah, get out of my face because I can't. <laughs> So Pat begins to resist Brainway because Courtney's trying to reach him by pulling on his heartstrings and saying, it's me, your daughter. And I'm sure there was a lot of, got a little dusty in a few living rooms when, when that happened. But it's a good move. It's typically TV comic book issue, comic book issue, Dixie, where you, you appeal to someone's better side and then they, they step away from the dark side and come back. I think that's what headed in there. And then, of course, they... They did the damper thing, and he managed to break free anyway, as long as they were below ground in the tunnels. I really thought we were going to start seeing, like, blood or something start coming out. I thought out we of- did. Coming yeah. out of Pat's ear? Yes. Did yeah. Coming yeah. Out of- we're starting oh, to. Oh, I missed it. Because yep. yeah, that's why I'm like, he's going to not make it. He's going to start bleeding, or he's going to come right out of it when he starts bleeding or something. Like, that's what I was expecting. I must have missed, like, that he was actually bleeding from his ear, but yeah. I was starting to panic. But no, not the they giant should, robot. We need him. They, had, they should have had Stripe eject some oil from his ear. <laughs> <Right there. laughs> coming out of its nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So with the dampeners back on, he's free. And Beth comes up with the idea to distract the gambler because apparently the gambler can only handle one task at a time. He doesn't think about saving his backside. And they drain all his bank accounts and giving all the money to charity, which was pretty funny. Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> I loved all the thank you notes that were coming up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can we talk one second, too, about Hellcat trying to help Justin very badly? It's like, you're the, oh, what did she say? That was funny. You're the, the silent knight. The silent knight. Thank you. <laughs> that and was then, awesome. Yeah, we just have Rick. What? No. It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, shining knight. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny because I really thought it was going to be something like we had talked about previously, Dave. Like, Courtney was going to have to touch them with the staff, and then they'd come out somehow. I don't know, short yeah. circuit like that, brainwave. But at least Justin came out of it. But I was, I don't know, I still wanted something to happen. Like, I think you had yeah, suggested yeah. that she, like, knight him officially with the staff. Yeah, yeah or, or open up his shirt and he's got chain mail underneath it or something <laughs> like that. That would be cool. Although, for some reason, I just get a Dirk the Daring kind of vibe. Like, if he was in chain mail, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> way back that game too all right yeah. kids that's from dragon's lair yeah. but anyway let's jump to the jsa versus the isa Ooh, boy. Wow. sounds like a smackdown ready to go down all right enough <laughs> enough of my really bad wrestling okay star girl and the rest of the jsa make their way into the isa lair i'm gonna screw up all these letters soon just so you know oh it's a tongue uh, twister <laughs> They show up in the middle, and it's like, no one's here. Yeah. And again, I so felt like after school special, like we were going to get, oh, darn, we just missed them with the (laughs) the hand on the chin. Like, hmm, whatever will we do? Well, oh, look, there's a door with a keypad. Perhaps we should go through there. Oh, I don't know about you guys, but seriously, like when they all stop and they're like, huh? Wait. Were any of you irritated with that moment, or was it just me? Because well, it's kind of funny to find no one there, right? They, they hold a party, and no one, anyone that's invited, half of them don't show. True, 
It didn't take too long for them to show up there. It takes a while for everyone to get through the tunnels, I guess. Yeah, I thought they were just going to be like surrounded or something like that. That wasn't annoyed right off the bat. I thought we yeah, were it had to be a like... trap. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just something in me. I'm like, really? Nobody? Not even one of the rambling zombie things? Okay. Yeah. Or their appearance uh, later. Shiv, like yelling at least from her. Yeah, I missed that. That's what I, I, I expected that. That's what I expected. Yeah, nothing. Hey. Hey, 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 let me out so I can kill you. Right. <laughs> hey, I'll help you. Yeah, but we do finally get the fight because the ISA shows up. Well, Did you notice I... that uh, that was in reverse than the teaser? The ISA was on the left in the teaser and the JSA was on the right, but it was in the opposite for the actual show itself. This is the thing, that these things I notice. The boss is like, hold on, they're doing it wrong. Look, right. <laughs> Start yeah, over. No, I, I didn't even notice that. No, I didn't either. <laughs> yep. Now I watched the trailer so many times, I had it memorized. I wanted to see it filled up. I'm like, wait a minute, it's backwards. Although, <laughs> when we had them together, because you have Ice Cold, Sportsmaster, Tigress, and the Dragon King battling yeah. Stripe, Stargirl, Justin, Our Man, and Wildcat, and they start the run. And I'm like, oh, it's Civil War. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am horrible because I was just comparing to Marvel left and right yeah. with some of this, but. I'm like, at least it's a much shorter distance for them to run. Yeah, I know. But as they start fighting, I'm like, okay, they're going to pair off with their people. Got it. And then the gambler, let's get some muscle in here, and releases Solomon Grundy. Now, Shiv ends up getting released, but hers was not on purpose. Yeah, I had read something. uh, You go through a few recaps and stuff, seeing what other people thought. And one guy goes, yeah, Justin let her out of her cell. I'm like, what? I didn't see that. No. So, yeah. I didn't see that either. Yeah. No. So I, I look back at it purposely. When he swings the sword, it hits the door. So he accidentally lets her out or frees up. I mean, I must have been a hell of a swing. But uh, that's what happened. I don't think he did it on purpose. He just missed Dragon King and it clanked off the door. That's how she got out. Yeah. That's why I'm like, hold on. Nobody just let her out. It yeah. was just the big... Because nobody knew she was there. None of our people, I should say. Yeah. Knew that she Makes was you there. wonder why she couldn't shiv her way out. If he can do it with a sword, how come she couldn't do it with a shiv? She didn't think to pick the lock from her side or something. Right. Well, she... At the one the one episode, she was, like, using him to try to break... Yeah, she was like, swinging at it. Yeah, try to break the door, but I don't know. Yeah, she, I know. That's it. That was her, I don't know, 16-year-old solution. <laughs> <laughs> she got tired. She yeah. might chip a nail. I don't know. Although, stupid me, where she puts her hand out. Now, first of all, if that door opens out, why the hell would you reach around with your right hand like you're going to pull it inward? Okay, that bugged me for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just push it open, reveal yourself. Right. And it's like, how long have you been down there? Because your face is dirty, your hair is crazy, but your nails are perfect. Again. She has makeup on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Is the dirt just like a shading you were using like because you couldn't get out in the sun what what is this yes little things bug the crap out of me i can't help it anyway back to the actual fight but we do get the dragon king getting his comeuppance kind of it wasn't justin which i i was like seriously like (gasps) when justin was down and i'm like there was words i don't want to say them right now right words coming out of my mouth that were not good and then all of a sudden he goes down and I was like, what? What? Dragon King? And you see Shiv standing there. She's like, told you. I'm like, oh, this is not good. No. She did say she was going to kill him. But still, I, I still felt as Justin got robbed. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> Most definitely. I um, 
but I don't, he's just, I don't know anything about the comic version of him, but I'm from looking at her, does he heal as well? Or is that no. just him? I was going to ask actually. Does he have uh, special healing powers as the yeah, Silent Knight? Oh, no, yeah. the, uh, no, no, I don't think so. Cause he's aged too. I mean, he's from the middle ages in the oh, time. Oh no, Dragon King. Oh no. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought he might just regenerate. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen, and he didn't. I was like, well, that was anticlimactic. Like, yeah, I don't... They, could, they couldn't <laughs> hang him, or they were going to execute him, but he survived that, so I guess they should have stuck a pen in him or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's why I was like, is, she, is he really dead? Because we only really see two of them that are really dead, which we'll, of course, cover. But I don't know. If, like, I don't think the rest of them are dead. I think they just went into hiding, personally. Yeah. At the end of the episode, we can go over the new ISA and the new JSA, and I've got a list of who's in and who's out. <laughs> All right. Okay. And the possibles. Well, we know Stargirl took down Sportsmaster and happened to help knock Icicle down as well. And I'm just saying there's some structural damage, so I'm not sure how well their whole place is holding up anyway. Right. Yeah. is taken out briefly by Grundy, but... Rick was taken out by him first because, man, he was like, you're mine. And it didn't seem like Rick was much quite ready. Quick. Yeah. He when, when Rick came out. running in, he just got swatted. <laughs> I laughed. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I did too. So, yeah, don't don't even feel bad because it's like, oh, yeah, see, big ego, you weren't yeah. prepared. So he does come back because I was like, all right, Pat, we can't lose Pat, right? No, we can't. And then Rick's like, I'll do it. And they're fighting, and and then it was just getting sad. But we'll get to that. I thought I, if if Grundy could talk, he was going to say something like, "I'm going to open you up like a can of tuna fish." Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like you expected something. So again, in the comics, was he never able to talk? Because all I remember is from way back watching the cartoons from forever ago when he talked, but he talked really horrible. Uh, he has his poem, the uh, yeah, yeah, but born, like, born on a Monday, huh? But he doesn't actually say it, right? Uh, in the comics, he does. Oh, okay. So he he's, talks. He's musing to himself. Yeah, he's well. He's not a big talker. Well, we get Stargirl and Wildcat then going for the machine. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a funny ring you have on your cell phone. Sounds <laughs> yeah. like a barking dog. Yes. Well, the pod dog wasn't too happy with what happened next. Yeah. <laughs> because of course, Shiv decides. Shiv steps in to fight Stargirl because she's not going to let anything go. Girl, you need to, like, go shower or something. Step away. So Wildcat's going to head to the machine. I don't know what she's going to do, but Wildcat's heading there herself. And she encounters none other than Henry Jr. Now, at this point, I am furiously texting Steve. Yes. <laughs> because I'm like, oh my God, he didn't die. And he's like, I didn't die. I've been hiding. And I'm thinking, oh, his dad doesn't know. He really did have a cocoon. There was a whole lot of stuff that I was I saying. bought it. I bought it. I thought it was Henry Jr. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. And, and yeah, I want to stop my dad. And even when the moment happens, when Henry makes a mistake, I'm like, what just happened? Is she still pissed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was that mad. Yeah. Seriously, I did not, because I didn't catch it. But Henry's like, I want to stop him. Where are your friends? Yeah. And that's like what she realized, which I don't know, because seriously, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. 
that that's actually Brainwave pretending to be his own son. Yeah. Because the next thing you know, when she slashes his throat and he falls out, that's when I'm texting Steve. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they, they should rename uh, Yolanda the Gambler because that wasn't much to go on. No. Oh, where are your friends? I mean, that could have been an honest mistake. <laughs> what did you say? The gang. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. My friends. It makes right. you wonder. You, you wondered earlier what she was going to do. She would have had to uh, slash him in his senior iteration, too. If she'd made it all the way down the tunnel and across that bridge or whatever it is, and Henry Sr. was connected to the machine, I mean, how would she stop him unless she was going to slash him? Yeah. You know, she right. can't just wound him because then he would have turned on her. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's just my musing. I don't know if she had a choice unless she was with somebody else. But she's the one earlier that said to Henry, I mean, I mean Henry, uh, Rick, <laughs> said to, to Rick, it's not bad to kill because he wanted to kill Grundy. And she says, like, God says it's bad. And then the next thing you know. Yeah. yeah. They had a, quite a switch between the two of them in this episode, which they is did. absolutely fascinating. Yeah. It was it? definitely a surprise to me. Is anybody worried for uh, Wildcat? Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought she was going to, yeah, I didn't know she was going to prevail. But you know what? It didn't shock me that she did that because she seems very, very angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine if she held up a claw and it was like dripping with blood. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, and, and you know, Stargirl blasts Shiv and joins yeah. Wildcat and you, Courtney is just shocked to it's see. in your throat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't know what to think because she goes, did you do that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh, do you see all the bodies laid around here? And yeah, anybody else standing? <laughs> and of course, <clears throat> Grundy starts just ripping Stripe piece by piece off. I was freaking out. I'm like, no, not the old car machine. Yes. <laughs> oh, he'll get it put back together in no time. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just spare parts. Come on. <laughs> Still. It's like, no, not our Transformer. With the brainwave barrier? Right. I, mean, I guess he doesn't need it now, but. Yeah. <laughs> so they put Stargirl and Wildcat make it out to the machine and goes to staffing it down. Yeah, I'm like, what is she going to do? That's and, a good superhero moment. Yeah. And, well, at first, I'm just like, what is she going to do? Like, trying to figure out, is she going to try to take out down below for it to all come crashing down? Or and she decides to do a, a like, a bewitched and ride her her staff. <laughs> <laughs> I need a saddle. Last at home. Very Harry Potter-ish. I don't know. Put some yeah. something on for your feet. Though, yeah. of course, the shot of the two of them running down the catwalk as it's coming down was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm like, as she's blasting everything, I'm like, you guys should probably move. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was going to scoop her. Just scoop her up on the, uh, the catcher and on the staff. And then later on... It- Wildcat would catch her. Yeah. But they didn't do that. And like, oh, man, that's a missed opportunity. How can you not think that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we find Jordan finding Dr. Midnight and Barbara. And, of course, he immediately freezes the goggles, knocking Chuck out. Now, this surprised me. I don't know about the rest of you. Right. Because he could have completely just killed Beth. Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah. So... Is his heart really in to the killing people part? I mean, he's yeah. a bad guy. We know it he's is, killed other I think people. It is, but... but not in front of Barbara. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to protect his reputation with Barbara. <laughs> he's about to like 
Not, not at the time. Not at the time, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm going with, too. Okay. Don't think badly of me now. Wait five minutes. Yeah, right. yeah when I get to the top of the clock tower. <laughs> so, of course, he blasts Beth and takes off with Barbara. And our man holds off Grundy while Wildcat, Pat, and Courtney head to Barb's aid. Of course, Jordan takes Barbara to the top of the tower and shows her what he built. He's the one who brought Blue Valley back. At this point, I'm like, you had to go up all those stairs. Yeah. This is when you pull a classic toddler move and go dead weight. Yeah. I'm like, nobody's kidnapping me because they got to be able to lift me. Okay, so it's pretty much the same way I'm looking at this. But she's not much of a fighter because he hugged her at least twice, at least once. And she's like just folds into his arms and like, uh, Barbara. Yeah. (laughs) You You know, this is the guy who's trying to kill your family, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your little dog, too. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, his trying to convince her is useless. And he decides he's going to kill them all. And Pat appears to distract Jordan from throwing Barbara off the roof. And, of course, Jordan is thinking this is a joke. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you like, going to do? You don't have powers. <laughs> like, and, and it's just like, really, you have to rely on powers for everything. What kind of person are you? Okay, Voldemort. But anyway. I thought maybe- he was going to say, uh, we have a Hulk. And that was the cute, <laughs> probably great big green guy to come in and punch him out. It it just seemed like, all right, you are really all over the place. Nope, not going to kill the kid. Oh, no, Barbara, I could have done so much. I could have cured cancer. Yeah. And I'm throwing you off of this tower. It's like, what? <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah, a little comic booky. Yeah. But Pat replies with, with our daughter, as Courtney sure. blasts him. <laughs> Aww. Misdirection. Yeah. <laughs> and we go back in and check on our man, whose hate is <laughs> definitely giving him the upper hand. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he was starting to really go to town on him. And Grundy finally raises the white flag. No more. No moss. <laughs> yeah. He, like, whimpered, too, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Rick he grabs his deep. big old block of rock and is just about to crush his head and he sees that Grundy is scared and calls him a dumb animal and tells him to get out of there and never come back again. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. But we also we did not get the Beauty and the Beast scenario. I know. I was sad for that. You know, I should write these things. They're really blowing it. (laughs) (laughs) Where he like grabbed shivs and she's knocked out and like runs off with her or something. What did we call it in our last podcast when we did Picard? Was it senior moment or something? (laughs) Was it senior moment? Yes. (laughs) I had a senior moment when he's, when the hour man is beating Grundy. I had, I thought of Chinatown. So I'm maybe some of our junior listeners don't know the Chinatown reference, but when Jack Nicholson's character is slapping Faye Dunaway's character, she's going, my sister, my daughter, my sister, my daughter. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted the Grundy to say that until our man slash Jack stopped and went, "What?" <laughs> Anybody see Chinatown? You guys see Chinatown? I yes. have not. Um, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to. Well, I just spoiled a big part of it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was Boomer Talk. That's what it was. Not seeing Boomer moment. Talk. Boomer yeah, Talk. Boomer Talk. <laughs> Your moment. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, same thing. <laughs> Well, now we have to put that on the list. But yep. we'll, we'll watch, yep. Chinatown. watch Chinatown. 
So back on the tower, Icicle, Stargirl, and Barbara are knocked off and starts to fall. Now, of course, Pat catches Barbara, and Wildcat jumps to save Courtney. I was surprised. Yeah. Not that Wildcat was going to save Courtney, but that she was able to do it, because it still looked like it was kind of a hard landing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the the drop and roll that Courtney did yeah. in the yeah. uh, lair. She did that several times to keep from really getting hurt worse. <laughs> and like, uh, you guys remember Gwen Stacy? She was a girlfriend of Spider-Man's. Yeah. yeah. She hit the ground kind of hard. And Spider-Man had webbing on her and ju- just couldn't stop her fall in time. And that's how she dies. And I thought, wow, that's a Gwen Stacy moment, except Stargirl managed to make yeah. it through it. <laughs> well, I have, have a whole different theory with that, Dave. But we'll talk about that off air with Gwen okay. Stacy. <laughs> right. But yeah, wow. and then Icicle, I'm like, how is he fine? Even if he's in his icicle form, he's a freaking block of ice then. <laughs> he lost some pieces. Yeah. yeah he he ran away down a solid. I laughed too. Dropped I a couple I'm a of cubes. <laughs> oh, did I miss that? Yeah. yeah. But he was still about to take aim at Stargirl and the group when out of nowhere, we have a truck crushing to pieces driven by Mike and Max. That was I'm sorry, that was so funny, because when you look, I'm like, the dog is seat belted in. Yes, yeah. and smiling yeah. as it drives, as it runs into Icicle. And I'm Just like, is he on the phone book? Because he's, uh, he's not yeah. that tall yet. No. So no he's, a kill- he's a killer, too. Yeah. <laughs> and all he wants to do is join. <laughs> Am I in that JSA now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. Okay, so up to this point. Kim, what would you have said about the show? Like, up to this point, we're stopping here for a minute. <laughs> okay, wait, so are, when you say up to this point, do you mean after Icicle got hit by a car? Or yes. you mean up to this? Okay. Well, I like I said this in the previous episode, I need to eat crow because when I first saw the trailer, I didn't think it was going to be any good. And I really ended up liking Stargirl ever since the first episode. So I really did enjoy it. I did think this particular episode was anticlimactic kind of just because the villains didn't seem they were seem villainous throughout the whole series but they seemed like that they were taken by kids in a way too easily yeah um, but do you think that could have been explained as they just completely underestimated them yes and but uh, they're also children i don't know i i thought there would have been a bigger fight and one of them got taken out by one of their own people too so it's like I don't know. But I I mean, I enjoyed the episode as a whole up to this point. I just thought that the, the villains went down a little too easy for my liking. Or did they? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> All right. I hadn't heard a lot from Kim, so I had to get right, some yeah. feedback there. All right, Dave. Why don't you take us into all of our final well, that, scenes that seem to yeah, keep going, we, this coming, up, this, coming up. We're at the half hour <laughs> point, so <laughs> with the episode. I looked at the time and like, home. Oh, what are they going to do now? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you get a coda of sort, and I just have to apologize to Kim there. My superpower is talking too much, and that's probably why she couldn't get a couple of <laughs> Very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> My evil superpower. So with this coda, everyone meets back at the football field, and it looks like nothing's happened, which is a little strange. I know, I know it gets explained later on. Pat tells us that still. What happened to all the kids? I didn't see that. I think they right. did. We're going to explain it, you know, that away. Yeah, yeah. There must be one kid <laughs> that says, hey, I remember this, the uh, this big antenna that came out of the field. Oh, no. You just hit your head in the earthquake. No, it's a little sad, though. Uh, when you're you're looking at them, Rick 
and Courtney are having a little talk, and Rick is really like an adult. It's funny how tall he is, too. You usually don't get to see him that tall. He stands next to Pat later on. I'm like, geez, I think he's taller than Pat. He seems really adult, and he's, he's, he talks everyone down, and he's calm with, with Courtney, but I wish he had turned around and looked at... Well, he did, eventually, because Beth was bumming out. She, she doesn't have Chuck anymore. Chuck's dead. She's lucky she's not dead. But the person I worried about the most was Yolanda, because she was just off in space somewhere. Yeah. Well, that's something you, you have to kind of come to terms with, and she wasn't yeah. expecting to do it. I think it was more of a knee-jerk reaction. Therapy. Yeah. <laughs> she invoked God early. It must have been important to her not to kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she had to do it herself. Like I said, I think it was more of just a reaction more than her thinking about doing it when she yeah, did. Yeah. Well, then she still has um, to come to terms with it. Yeah. Though. So it, I think it's going to take her a while. Yeah. But I was also wondering, and it's kind of going back, how none of the kids, even like older kids, seem to have been infected by brainwave. It's like, you can't tell me that everyone was like, oh, my brain's not fully developed. You don't have anybody. 25. Kind of- yeah. <laughs> oh, it's 25. <laughs> I think yeah. so. Somewhere in that oh, 25 that to 30 year range. Like 25%. That's why you can't. Um, No, but that's why you can't rent a car or you can rent a car, but you have to pay extra until you're 25. They figured it out a long time ago. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. That's when uh, your car insurance goes down, too. <laughs> that's true. Oh, brother. Especially for a male. So that was right. They, they found a reason to explain away what happened in Blue Valley. It was an earthquake <laughs> with flying girls and everything. Right. And, then, <laughs> and we we get a series of like flashbacks and lookbacks, and we get references, and we get to see flat, get to see the shade finally. Firstly, you don't have that big mural down in ISA headquarters. I thought right. the shade was a guy on the far left, but that no, was the, was the gambler. The but wasn't the gambler on the far right? Yeah, well, no, were, wasn't yeah. it the, the far left was the magician. Magician, that's it. That's why he's yeah. been gone for so long. I forgot all about him. But it, right, and the shade yeah, so was in was in the, shade, like a second or third row behind all of them. You could just barely see his the glasses, glasses or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he just he's like, I'm going to have no part of this stupid plan. Is basically what it was, since he's kind he, of being shown as, oh, I'll take care of this now. Yeah, he mused that. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion on, you know, he mused that uh, he didn't want any part of it. I don't think he was on the outside looking in. The, I just thought maybe the plan was so childish or beneath him or so outrageous that it wasn't going to work. So I don't know what he did with his time, all that time, 10 years. I mean, it's been uh, apparently taking 10 years for Jordan to come up with his plan. So I don't know what the shade was doing all that time. We got an earlier reference, if anybody remembers. Right. Shade, he appeared in episode one, just as this big, like, black hand that, that pulled Dr. Midnight away and apparently killed him because we never saw him again either. And it's Beth that took over that mantle. So we did see a clue uh, a long time ago. But, uh, you know, I'm not so sure he was persona non grata. I just, I just thought he took a step back and walked away from it all. And now oh, he yeah. decided. Yeah, maybe, he didn't want anything he heard the news to do with of the, the earthquake, plan. and maybe decided yeah. well, to that, come back. That's when we see him. Is we get the shot of the TV announcer saying it was an earthquake, and as they pull back, there he is, and he's like, "Yeah, I told Jordan it wouldn't work." <laughs> <laughs> right, because all of a sudden he is in the ISA layer. It's like, what? How did that whole place not come down? Yeah, they. You know, I thought you know it has those big like stone pillars. Right. I thought someone was going to get slammed into it and it would crumble and the whole thing would start crumbling. But no, that's what I was expecting because there was a lot of uh, staff shots and bodies being slammed into that. Yeah, 
Yeah, when well, you get a fight between Our Man and Solomon Grundy, now you'd yeah. think this, a few things would get broken. Unless yeah. there's multiple layers, and they were just really egotistical and had multiple portraits up here and there. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> Anything right. can happen. I know. <laughs> so, fortunately, we get a, some more Cindy time, too, which I really missed. She was so awesome. She was getting so over the top that I, you loved her for it. They right. locked her in a box. She gets freed, and she starts rummaging through all these boxes because... If you're looking for something that might have one of the most powerful evildoers in the universe, you definitely put it in a box, inside a box wrapped in tissue paper. Right. <laughs> in a storage unit. Yeah. With, Where is With that? the magician's old outfit. I know. It's like, what is, what is this? <laughs> room closet somewhere? I, I think they, they hid the Ark of the Covenant better beneath Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> than that thing. Yeah. It was cool. I, you know, I still couldn't make out when she picks it up. She she re- references Eclipso. And I go, OK, that's cool. He's a big bad. And they say it chuckles or it did a little giggle. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Yes. I didn't hear it. I, I've watched it, it several times. I just can't hear it. It was like, Kim, I don't know if you can back me up or not. I thought it was like kind of a deeper like yeah. like giggle or, you know, like. <laughs> I don't hear it. Yeah, I, I watch it with the uh, the writing at the bottom. What do they call that again? Oh, captioning. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and it, I said chuckle, so I'm like, ah, I still can't get it, but whatever. So this thing in the heart of darkness is also uh, what the, that gem is called. That's where Eclipso is trapped. And he used to be like a mid-level villain. His original name was Bruce Gordon. was supposed to be a joke and reference from Bruce Wayne and yeah. Commissioner Gordon. That's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> It, I think that was a 60s thing. That You could do anything dumb you wanted back then, and people were just like, I'm good with that. So, And then he became a bigger, badder thing, and they kind of retconned him a little, that he was almost like galactic-level type of villain. And he used to absorb whatever superhero was like. He would take on Superman, and there was one storyline. He had a castle on the moon, <laughs> and he would trick people to come to the castle so he could absorb their superpowers which is eventually destroyed. He was destroyed in the shards, whatever's left, rained down on Earth, and one of them was this part of darkness where he was trapped. End of story. Now, <laughs> when I looked up Eclipso, it said that he was replaced by the Spectre. But the Spectre... Yeah, because he was the original Wrath of Wrath Heaven? of God. Wrath of God, yeah. He was. He was supposed to be a good guy. He was the original Wrath of God, but he went evil. Okay, so the, the head will over. come back into play then at some point. I, I hope this is an introduction to the Spectre. I mean, I feel like if you're going to basically bring in the counterpart, you have to, right? Yeah. If you're going to, yeah, if you're going to introduce a galactic level, and that's why they should have Dr. Fate on the show. I still can't believe he's dead. It's, uh, I mean, is anybody really dead? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, come on, Dave. If, and if this guy possesses it, the, the internet went on fire thinking, well, okay, she's going to release him, and he will eclipse her personality and become part of Cindy. So she'll be right. able to keep on going around in, in Blue Valley or as Cindy, but uh, it'll really be uh, Eclipso uh, steering the boat. Oh, geez. Eclipse. I see what you did there. Yeah. Well, he's, he's <laughs> that's yeah, he that's, that's how he's colored too. With a, like half gray and half blue, like he eclipses yeah. things. Like, oh, really? That's cornball. <laughs> it was the 60s. Yep. Said it. Her head. Now, at this point, I ended up with another commercial, and Jason's like, it's over, right? 
because when it had come back, we're like, no, I knew it was still going. He goes, what is this, something else? I'm like, no, sit down. It's still the same show. <laughs> Look at the like, clock. What? what are they doing? Speaking of introducing this, possibly, uh, the Spectre in seasons to, to come, there's uh, Yolanda has a cousin. So because Eclipslo is famous for killing the second Wildcat, and that's Yolanda. I'm yep. like, uh-oh, are they going to write her character off? Is oh. this guy going to kill Yolanda? And <laughs> it intro- he, she has a cousin named Alex, and he takes it upon himself eventually to you know wreak revenge on Eclipso for killing Yolanda. So that's a lot of story to cover in season two. I don't even know if they're going to go there. Oh my gosh, if we see an introduction of Alex, then I'm just going to be like, ah! <laughs> yeah, then we're already going to know. We're so screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we flash forward. Six weeks later, it's Christmas, and I'm watching it again and taking notes, and my wife's in the other room. She starts singing along <laughs> to Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> I knew she would. I could have called that. <laughs> it's another sweet moment, and Courtney again gives up the present she's been holding on to, what, 10 years? And, and gives it to Pat, and it says, World's Greatest Dad. And I'm pretty sure Barbara was walking out of the kitchen with World's Greatest Mom mug in her hand. Right. Yeah. Uh, really? I didn't catch that. Yeah. Because I see everything. I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's not much of an Easter egg. And something that else was on the internet. I know people had a problem with, like, you're, it's Christmas and you're you're leaving. Because they the Courtney takes off because her good old... Speaking of staff meetings, here we yes. go. <laughs> Cosmic staff wants to have a meeting so they can fly up and have some fun. That's my kind of super weapon. And I'm sitting there take thinking, off, but I, I'm you willing need to a give winter her... outfit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. A cute little hood with some fur on it. <laughs> <laughs> People on the internet were thought, hey, how can you leave? It's Christmas. She didn't really leave the Christmas party. It was later on, and she's like looking at the Polaroid in her yeah, mirror. Yeah, she's and... putting it up like in her right. room. Yeah, yeah. But we're I mean, still who does not... Christmas all day. <laughs> I'm gonna buy my wife some little lights to wear around her neck. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. <laughs> and the dog running off with the turkey. Yeah, lighter. yeah. <laughs> Too bad the the shade wasn't at the top of the stairs where he destroys. Not Buddy, but uh, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Dang, don't make me drive to Connecticut. <laughs> so, so we're still not over and we we go over to north hollywood california a man gets out of a car and i you know soon as i saw him i'm like get out get okay, out now for a second when i see north hollywood i'm like is it gonna be the douchey dad right <laughs> no. I, I, really I can tell thought. by the ears who it was yeah me too <laughs> you got to be kidding. And they switch over. I wasn't even surprised because I figured that was Joel McHale. It's uh, Sylvester Pemberton. He's looking for Pat Duggan. I wish I could, you know, they they give, they give lingered on the manager or whoever the tenant was there. And they go, is that supposed to be somebody? Hmm. You know, like a producer, executive producer. Well, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I have my suspicions. I'll have to l- look into that. So we get that. And that's, that's just, uh, that made the, the internet explode. Yes. Yeah, I was like, what? how do you how do you explain that? I got four hash mark notes, and how do you how do you explain it? You guys can go through your stuff first, but I just wanted to mention as we close out the the main discussion here, when uh, Pat and Courtney take off and they're over that winterscape, that's basically, ironically, Jordan Mackens' Icicles' Vision of America. It's all frozen it's over, over like, right? <laughs> yeah, like the, how ironic did they do that on purpose? Hey, this Middle America, and it's all frozen on. Happy now, Jordan. <laughs> Do you think that was weird? That was weird. Yes. I wonder if it was Cameron's doing. <laughs> uh, well, oh, I yeah. mean, don't, doesn't it snow where they are? Yeah, they're in Nebraska, uh, of course. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm like, if it's not out here where I know it snows, you know, I'm like, wait, they get snow, right? Yeah. Question mark. But I am really huge question mark about Sylvester, about Tupaturd, his mom, Jordan's kid. The right. gambler just kind of like, bye. You know, he's yeah. going to erase all his stuff and he's out. Going through my list of the new ISA. So you want to discuss Sylvester Pemberton theories first, or do you want to go to the new rosters of the ISA and JSA? Oh, Kim, why don't you choose? <laughs> I would say the new rosters because I, again, was like, I'm like, all of their villains like died so quickly. And see, I really don't think they're dead, most of them, but. I well yeah I'm just like I like I told you I clutched my pearls and bone went down I was like what yeah is that was that it <laughs> so Dave take us away with the new roster well okay first of all we got Shiv right can we agree on that oh, yep. yeah yeah okay and it could be Shiv Eclipso it could be a combination but Eclipso will be there too right yeah, I, I would so. say yes. I so yeah the gambler isn't dead so he's gonna be out there he's gonna have to go back to gambling I'm assuming to make his money back. <laughs> oh yeah that was a whole lot of money he lost yeah that he had a lot hilarious. of money uh the shay will be there the shay's supposed to be super powerful too yes yeah you know? well, there's four there now you don't see a body they're not dead so tigress and sportsmaster question mark yeah because yeah, i mean mark, they got knocked out yeah but i yeah, don't so think they were killed one two three four five that's six now on top of that we got artemis croc right right yeah then there's Isaac Bowen. Yeah. Uh, uh, is he, he going to be the next fiddler? There is another fiddler in the comic books. Another fiddler does appear. And of course, there's Cameron. And Cameron, we get a little hint of his blue breath when he blew out that cupcake birthday candle when he and his father were trying to remember the the wife and mother. Right. So that's a huge list. <laughs> Can you think of anybody else? I mean, if they're, if Tigress isn't dead, maybe she gets to train Artemis Croc. But if she is dead, then of course, Artemis Croc takes over. Right. So maybe one, Artemis takes over for both her and Sportsman. Yeah, maybe. Like a combo villain there. Yeah, like, like Shiv and Eclipso. There you go. Do you think his son would be... I mean, again, I don't know about the comics, but do you think he'd be that easily turned? He just doesn't seem like the type. Who, Isaac or Cameron? Cameron. Yeah, well, if he does turn, it's because he finds out that... Uh, Courtney and the rest had a hand in killing his father. Well, <laughs> or he's going to zero in on Mike. And knowing the grandparents, oh, yeah, he'll know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sure. You know damn well they're yeah. going to be like, oh, you know who did this, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Isaac is already there. I mean, you can see it in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, he's there. So that's about nine right there that we can think about the bat. For the new JSA, of course, we have Stargirl. But they're not necessarily new because they're still going to be there. They'll have to reform the ISA. And we have Stripe. Yep. Uh, raise your hand if you want Mike as part of the JSA. I feel like he should be like comms or something. Yeah. Like him and Beth kind of working on stuff together. I don't know how techie he is, though. I mean, we, uh, we see he's that pretty he, techie because he's always. I would say we've seen him do stuff. Yeah. He knows how to use a power games. drill. Yeah. But <laughs> can I say, why the hell have we not been to the JSA like layer other than the one time? Take kids there, start prepping stuff so you at least hide. I don't know. And bring back all of the stuff because we're still with we the lantern out. We have the pen out. What else do we have out? The goggles, I don't think they're down and out. Yeah, I that mean, was my next. that pair, I think there's backup. That was my on my list right after Mike. What about Beth? I mean, she has nothing going for her except her superpowers talking too, like me. <laughs> I think those two together working 
in the JSA area, like doing techie stuff, work, creating whatever, doing computer programs. I think that's going to be a thing, but maybe that's just me. I, I think they hinted heavily that Rick had a lot of the, uh, he didn't have his father's education, but he knew how to read his, his notes and book. He just couldn't get that number. Right. So maybe they're going to work together. Rick, our man, will help get the, bring the goggles along. He seemed pretty confident that they could do it. Yep. And of course we have Yolanda. And there's Justin and the seven soldiers. He's going to go look for them. I get. I hope Justin is a recurring character. Yeah, I kind of feel like that he's going to be finding them and bringing them back. That'd be cool. Yes. Which, which would be uh, lead me to my last member of the new JSA, which would be Sylvester Pemberton. And I have a tinfoil hat, Gary. <laughs> Don our tinfoil hats, people. First of all, Sylvester Pemberton, how did he get back? Anybody got any theories? Nope, because no. it, I thought we seen him die in Pass On. Yes, we did. Yeah, is he? did he fake it? Did he fake dying? Why would you fake dying for 10 years and keep your best friend out of it, right? And give him your staff. Right, yeah, right. That doesn't no. make sense. No, no. Is he a, is he a clone? Oh, Let's hope not. Here, uh, here's a good one I saw on the internet. He's from Earth Prime, because it's been <laughs> established that Stargirl takes place on Earth 2. Right. So that would be pre-crisis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be pre-crisis when every all the Earths joined the one to bring all the superheroes together. If you followed the Arrowverse, that's what happened, right? But I so I guess whatever this battle took place, the, the Flash should have been there. But I don't know. They had a Flash. They had a senior Flash, Jay Garrick. He died right. to start with. If you have Jay Garrick, you should have Wally West and Barry Allen. So my last nominee, if he isn't, maybe he's from Earth Prime. He's the same Sylvester Pemberton from, from a different Earth. I like that's a good theory. But my theory, drumroll please, <laughs> that he was part of the Seven Soldiers originally. If you go and look for him, right. he's in the picture yes. as uh, the star-spangled kid. So Justin's going to hit the road looking for the Seven soldier Soldiers, and he's going to find them. And he'll say, yeah, I wasn't Starman. I was the star-spangled kid. I don't, I, you can fill in the blanks on the rest of it, but I think that's how he's going to join or maybe – part of the earth prime maybe he's a star spangled kid or earth prime and justin's gonna find him you know he'll be part of the seven soldiers because that's how he existed in a different storyline and a maybe a different earth you know no yeah i can almost see that because we didn't we have them all the seven soldiers all sent out in different time periods yep they're all oh that's how they first right so this could have been the original Star-spangled kid that has come to actually ended up in this timeline again, like Justin did. Yep, that would be interesting. And who would get the <laughs> the cosmic staff? <laughs> oh my god! Well, he was just, he would just he didn't have the cosmic staff as right, a star-spangled kid. And his he was just a kid, and Stripesy, as he knew Stripesy back then, Stripesy was an adult. Right, as was the they, I mean, they had the Green Arrow and Speedy and and. Shining Knight, or Silent Knight, the <laughs> Vigilante and the Crimson Avenger. That was the uh, pre-crisis, Seven Soldiers of Victory. So maybe that's how he exists. He's just an older guy now, He's and he's looking for Pat. Yeah. This is so weird. That and then, weird. they you're right, they, I had read something that they did confirm that this did all take place in the same, well, in the multiverse. But yeah. I didn't see that it was Earth 2. But that they said it's possible they're waiting for them to establish this show before they do any crossovers. Because the easiest way to do the crossover is, of course, with 
our time traveling group, Legends yeah. of Tomorrow. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know what? If you bring Constantine in, I'm okay with that. But it's really strange because I feel like they, they're adding on, adding on, adding on. And then we find out if you follow the Arrowverse, we'll say Lucifer is even part of this. Yes. So it's like really confusing. So it's not that I want this to be a microcosm, but I kind of want them to establish everything that's going on. So I could get a feel for these characters before you bring in the other ones that we know. I mean, I don't know, Kim, you you watched a lot of the DC shows previous to this, right? Yeah, I watched all of them. Because I didn't watch all of them. So how would it really this like slide in with the rest of them? I'll figure it out. I mean, they get they get, <laughs> they get a whole bunch of like views for their for their crossovers, and I think they said they wanted to establish Batgirl too, and then like right. bam, she was like right in the middle of it. I think she did, they like did the backdoor pilot from a crossover, and then she was in the crossover the next the next season. So I mean, it would make sense, and that's how they get him back into this. So I mean, I think that's a really cool theory. Even though you say it's tinfoil hat, I'm like, that would be really actually pretty cool. Yeah. And the last possibility is it's something evil that's a shapeshifter and taking his form. (laughs) We can't eliminate that possibility. I'm sorry. You know what? When when he said clone, I thought, well, wait, if the body was down and Ito was in that place and Ito has been experimenting with dead bodies. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Really going like (laughs) for way out there theory but he referred to his daughter as his greater greatest experiment but the rest of them said she was the worst experiment maybe this guy was another experiment it could be oh my gosh so many things so many questions (laughs) well you guys know how we feel we of course want to know how you feel shoot us an email at contact us at fangirlzone.com and while you're at it, you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. But now you can tell your friends. They can mm-hmm. totally binge watch us, talk about your theories, send them to us because I have a feeling that somewhere midpoint before the new season, we're all going to be getting together talking about theories of what if at this right. point because I don't have a clue how, how with the ending things are going to happen. But Beyond that, while you're surfing the web and going down deeper and deeper in the rabbit hole, why don't you stop by the Fangirl Zone? And you can check out our website, www.fangirlzone.com. Our contacts page is there and the easiest way to find us. And you can also head over and find Miss Kim over at the Nerd Element. And Kim, why don't you tell them everywhere else they can find you? Yeah, just www.thenerdelement.com and then all form social media at the Nerd Element. See, that would have made so much more sense if we did that with the fangirl zone. But <laughs> no, no, we decided to be unique. And that's why I can't ever remember the places we are. <laughs> but for this episode of Star Power Podcast, I am Sean Fangirl I'm Steve. They were Henry's friends, too. I watched Henry die. Now I'm going to watch you die. <laughs> Hope you weren't looking at me when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Dave. And if Isaac Bowen comes back next season as the fiddler's son i hope he comes back to the i say with a new name tuba turd (laughs) (laughs) and until next time